Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365, everybody. Oh my goodness, Scotland won their group. Ireland need a new manager. And the Premier League is back, baby. Well, I'm glad you all could make it, ladies and gentlemen. Jim and Peter here. Luke's yep. still away. He's Woo! Off. Apparently, he's on a big park run this afternoon. Yeah, in like or this minus morning. 16 idiot. conditions. <laughs> he might why not make he, it back. Why would he do that? Because he's a fool. What an idiot. A fool for you, Pete mm. Donaldson, and he wants to look his best for you, <clears> especially with the Christmas period coming up, all right? So get off his back. Well, he'll have icicles coming off his beard. That's right. Smell of ice monster. Beware the Judder Man, my the dear. Judder yes. Man. And the Judder like Man was actually Julian Barrett from the Mighty Boosh. Is that really? E my gum. Did you know that the chap who played uh, Ebenezer Good in the video by, by the showman, Ebenezer the Good. The magician, uh, kind of angry man, isn't it? Yes, whose name has suddenly escaped me. Uh, no, I didn't know. Cockney. <laughs> Half a fact. Scottish. Cockney. Is he Scottish? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That, that is rubbish, isn't it? I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> what, I, I still don't really know what the anecdote is. No. Well, yeah. Do you know what the capital of uh, Malawi is? No, neither do I. Let's carry on. <laughs> I mean, Jerry Sadovitz. Jerry Sadovitz. Right, okay. Is, is right. Uh, Ebenezer good? Oh, okay. Fittingly, I think. Yeah. yeah. Fittingly. In, in days gone by, I'd tidy this up in an edit, but I don't yeah. think I'll bother. I think, it's just, I, I think it's good to just see three men losing their minds slowly <laughs> in an airless room forever, yep. twice a week, for the yep. delectation of you fine podcast listeners. Indeed. Thank you very much for listening. So for, for younger listeners, don't worry about who the Judder Man or Ebenezer Good is, or even Jerry Sadovitz for that mm. matter. We move on to international football very, very quickly. Scotland, they've bloody well won their group. They have. They did it. <laughs> they did it. Get they... the brave on. <laughs> Magnificent. They, Indeed. They uh, did it with like about nine players dropping out as well, almost in open revolt I mean, with Alex McLeish. Could you say that James Forrest got them out the woods? You Hello. Did, yeah. yeah, you certainly could. What a fantastic uh, week he's had. There's five <laughs> goals in two international games. Brilliant. I know, right? he looks like, I know he's 27, but he, he still looks like a sort of promising youngster, doesn't he? He's incredibly <laughs> baby-faced. Whenever I see he's 27, I think, what? someone's got that wrong. Yeah. yeah. They've, put, they've, they've, they've mashed up the one. A little bit too much. He's <laughs> one of those young lads who get like still gets quite rosy cheeks. Yeah, yes. even when they're like twenty two and they can't grow a beard. First Celtic player to um, score in to score a hat trick in a national team shirt, as in the Scotland national team yep. uh, for one hundred and ten years. Wow, right? one hundred and ten years. That's surprising. It's surprising, isn't it? Uh, is he the new James McFadden? That's <laughs> what be. I want. He could be, or he's he's the current James Forrest. That that much we do know. Yeah, so they've got a playoff spot for the Euros, uh, Euro twenty twenty qualification guaranteed, which is big for Scotland. That is massive. Not so big for England as we talked about in the last show, but it is big for Scotland. There was there was nobody there in this match. There, well, was, that, no, that, there was nobody in the ground. This is going to be like the Sex Pistols at the Free Tread Hall. Everyone's going to say <laughs> that they were there to see McGregor denying Israel their third. You unbelievable, you, you dirty old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did feel a bit for McLeish, if one can these days, because if you look at, uh, <coughs> excuse me, you know, England, the resurgent there, 
in terms of the fans getting mm. engaged in Wales as well. But um, in Scotland, not quite happening. But that Three wins yeah, out of well, four. I mean, that is a big step in the right direction. Absolutely. Well, that's that's huge, isn't it? That's, mm. don't, don't, it's nothing to do with England, Marcus. Stop dragging England into this. <laughs> we're all, we're all British, bit. just about. Stop and, it. And as I said, when England topped their group, mm-hmm. topping their group is very useful because it gives you a platform to possibly qualify for the Uros. It won't be good if England need a playoff. <laughs> no, but the, the draw will happen at the, the, the start of December. And, and, so, and some Euros uh, matches are going to be played in Glasgow. So there we go. Mm. Yeah, 12 but, host nations. Yeah. Mm. And as well, I mean, you know, I think we're all in agreement now that the UEFA Nations League has been a success and is a good thing because otherwise this would have just been rounds of friendlies where it was all a bit sort of drab. And now mm. Scotland, as we were saying on the last show, they've, they've got got this momentum which mm. would have just been unavailable with some to them young otherwise even of, if they had won with some young players as well who mm. seem like they want to play for the shirt Indeed. unlike the 8 or 9 players who dropped out <laughs> yeah, yeah. in it, open revolt it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting isn't it with the UEFA Nations League that it really has translated to everybody I love how football fans <laughs> I, I, I don't think UEFA could have envisaged it going this well No, so, uh, we'll have a little tweak and everyone's like, oh, what's all this doesn't make sense mm. why is the flag so big exactly uh, the flag is awful why has it, it got its own theme the flag is awful Bag is mad. Yeah, yeah. We we disagree. It should just be an England yeah. flag. I feel like like countries on Jupiter should have flags that size. <laughs> yeah, I don't. But for <laughs> Earth, it's too much. Do you think the the side who wins the UEFA Nations League it should be their flag for two years? That's the kind of prize, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Every time it's, it's mentioned, that's the flag. But I, you know, just give a little tweak here and there, make a new competition, mm. and everyone's been. I suppose hoodwinked sort of thing. Even the players that like, celebrate the goals yes. and all this stuff. UEFA going bloody hell. Yeah, we didn't think we it didn't would expect this. this. <laughs> we didn't expect this to be so easy. Yeah, international football <laughs> is back, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. You see, uh, oh, the opener though, Kyle. Oh, what a, yes. what a hit that was. I know the keeper probably wasn't the best place, yeah. but wonderful hit. Do he only mean? had like five minutes to set himself as well, didn't he? With the, the <laughs> <laughs> it was basically a free kick. Do you know? Do you know he called his son Piello? Oh, did Piello. he? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Well, that's uh, yeah, Piero Cayal. Yeah, that's up there with um, Ronaldo Vieira and yeah. uh, his brother Romario Vieira. Nice, I think. Yeah, lovely. What if they prefer rugby? <laughs> Don't imagine if we... I'm, I'm sure we'll get on a Patrice Evra, but I'm fairly certain Evra's, Evra's son is called Larry. Larry Evra. Yeah. Nice. That's Which good. I think is great. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been George. <clears throat> Could have been. Um, now we know the final four teams for uh, next summer's UEFA Nations League semi-finals. Now England, the Netherlands, Switzerland, and Portugal. Mm. Chaps, dare I suggest are England favourites? No, <laughs> I would say Portugal are. Really? Surely, yeah, because because of the big man. Ronaldo's coming back. Yeah. We sp- yeah. I think we spoke about this one on the continent yesterday, but yeah, Ronaldo's definitely thinking. Oh, that's that's yeah. June. Uh, I don't think I'm doing much in yeah. June. Netherlands. He won't be able to resist. Yeah. The Netherlands look quite spirited, though. They, they look do. Quite, they uh, bloody well they do. Look quite up for it. Um, that that goal by Virgil, Virgil Van Dijk in the last finish mm. with a plum. Yeah. Oh. He also then consoled the referee, didn't he? He oh, noticed yeah, that the referee he... looked really sad. No, do you know why that? Why. Yeah. And the referee's yeah. mother had recently passed away, and then a big Virgil. Did the old arm around the shoulder as well. Yeah. What, a, what a chap. And if, you, if you fancy uh, Virgil van Dijk's boys to go further, qualify and win Euro 2020. Oh. It's a whopping uh, 10 to 1 with Bet365. £10, of course, gets you £110, including steak. Even I could have worked that one out. Do you know what? That's not too shabby. It's because too the, way, shabby. the way they play. Ronald Koeman. All about momentum. Ronald Koeman. Exactly. They're, 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 they're into the UEFA Nations. I mean, they've missed the last two tournaments. Yeah. <laughs> For a side like them, they're, they're not going to be happy. Yeah. Um, of course, the Irish have not missed the last two tournaments because they were at Euro 2016. But Martin O'Neill and Roy Keane have gone. Yeah. Mm. Ireland need a new manager, don't they? Yeah, they departed ways with a heavy heart, Martin O'Neill said. Yeah. 
You got the impression that he, well, he didn't want to go. Yeah, imagine the impression. He told us that he didn't yeah. want to. Well, Keane's heart is heavy because it's made of stone. True. I can't believe that um, Delaney and Co. those jokers, have managed to find the money from behind the sofa to give them payoffs. Because that was always a thing, wasn't it? It was like they couldn't afford to sack them. Yeah. They're going to have to go absolute bargain investment for their next yeah. appointment. Delaney, uh, obviously the um, FAI. Yeah, he, the word is idiot. <laughs> After the right, yeah. Yeah, the, the crowd surfer. He's one of the most highly paid. Uh, what would you call him? I suppose <laughs> admin, admin-y footballing types in like Europe or something. Suits. Right. It's called fat cats. Suits is good. Yeah, we'll have right. suits. But yeah, um, it's a shame that they've uh, sort of sunk so low. To be honest, it is. I mean, I think we were making the point um, last week that, that that they do look poor. I mean, against Northern Ireland, mm. Northern Ireland should have won the game. I mean, you fancied a what did you call it? A clunky one nil or yes. something. And and you should have been right, Jim, because Northern Ireland should have put one of the chances. But when mm. they. <sighs> Northern Ireland just looked like they had a shape. Yeah. Just a, mm. an idea. And Ireland, Ireland look all over the they're place. They're in a bit of a weird time in terms of the playing stuff they've got, though. Yeah. Haven't they? They're sort of they're, they're kind of between. You often see this happen. I suppose the Dutch are a good example, obviously, of a sort of higher profile. But like sometimes you just get these generations of, of national teams where there, there, there are no leaders or there aren't, there, there isn't, you know, yeah. there isn't a Gareth Bale or there isn't a, you know, an equivalent of, of a star yeah. player that a lot of international teams mm. thrive with. And, and Ireland are in one of those moments at the, uh, right now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's, it's, it was a tough situation for O'Neill and Keane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've tried to mix things up and he's tried to bring in a few sort of youth players and, and, and change it around. But I mean, one of the things that he reportedly says, said, Martin O'Neill, to some of the players after the defeat against Wales was practice with a tennis ball in your own time. And you think, I, I mean, because he's <laughs> mad. <laughs> that's the sort of thing. Substitute that, teacher homework. But that's the sort of like, um, that, that's the sort of recollec- technique. recollection that sort of people have when something's gone really well. I know what you mean. Mm. You know what I mean? When, so, it goes, when it's an absolute joke from a man who, again, his reputation's fallen somewhat because he's just had a bit of a stinking time with the island. You sort of think, uh, no, not good enough. Yeah, but, not good but enough. it's a shame because Euro 2016, they got themselves out of the group. Mm. Yeah. And so uh, it would be a shame if their sort of time at Ireland was tarnished. Um, but he did say to the press in the lead up um, to uh, the, the games, I think what last month was it, when asked, uh, you know, his job was uh, under scrutiny and would he be able to lead Ireland to the Euros in 2020? And he said, well, go through, simple as that, because I'm good. And you think, hang on, stuff like that's not going to endear you. <laughs> yeah. And if it doesn't go well, then the knives will be out. I'm yeah. afraid. And it's yeah. a strange time in his career to start doing that sort of thing, isn't yes. it? Yes. You know, if, if that had always been his thing, if he'd been like this sort of cluff figure, that had, <laughs> you know, set his stall out as somebody who makes bold proclamations and but and he has been a little, up and he would have learned a little from be a little both of them. and a little boisterous. But this is, you know, that was a that was very out of character. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he, he was quite defiant at times, saying to journalists when asked about those calling for his resignation, just saying, "I'll win." I'll win. You know, don't get him, don't get involved, Martin. Hey, uh, he should know as a man who studied murder. That- <laughs> That the arrogant murderer always falls foul of the law. That's true. Mm. And he has. He's fallen yeah. foul of Mr. Delaney Be a this humble time. murderer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just do your murdering in your own do time. Do your murdering in your own time and clean up after yourself, all right? Yeah. Don't get arrogant. Yeah. Don't yeah. return when to you the get scene sloppy. of the crime. Like yeah. Mick McCarthy might. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that does lead us neatly on, Jim, to the candidates that people are talking about. Um, and Big Mick could be back in the yeah. hot seat. Oh, that's nice. that's I will. I mean, if, looking through the list of candidates, I think you sent through a list of six yesterday, didn't you, Mark? Yeah, but there, like, the, 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 there four rumored. of them were like, "This will be, this will be great for us." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like when they announced that VAR was going to be hitting the Premier League next season. I was like, "Yep, good, fine, yeah, great, that'll do. 
Fantastic. Mm. <laughs> Um, we have to say that, that not many places, but Sven's name has been mentioned. You know, it's a cool sound. I he's mean, already got a job. I know. And, and what ancient. a fine job he is doing because we spoke on Monday about them playing against current uh, Suzuki Cup champions, Thailand. Yeah. They've got a very credible draw. Mm. A very credible draw. Mate, I tell you, they are on the march. You said that you would go... Where is he, where is he managing Philippines? Philippines. He said, you said on Twitter... Uh, that you would go to the Philippines if um, somebody would um, pay for the flights. No, if we could uh, get the money. If we could get the money, we we will definitely send you the Philippines. Yeah, crowdfunder. But you've got to go to every part of town in the Philippines. (laughs) What, until he finds Sven? Until he finds Sven. I don't think think it'll be hard to find. Yeah, and mark a spell of barcrawl until you find Sven. All the hotel bars in all of the the districts. Yeah, what you do is you you, you DM Peter Reid. I'm in the Philippines. Yeah. Have you got any hotel foyer recommendations? There was a beautiful video of Peter Reid back at the Stadium of Light um, from a couple of weeks ago and he was meeting all of his, his, uh, I think his old assistant and stuff. I got a little bit emotional, to be honest. Oh, I did see <laughs> I that. I like think you Peter might have sent it around. I actually. do like Peter Reed. We do like yeah. Peter Reed. With Sven, it's a bit like in The Wire. Just follow the money. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, the most yeah. expensive hotel, that's where he'll yeah. be. <laughs> and that, basically, that's what the IFA have got to do, isn't it? I think so. I think that's what it is. Does he, do, has he ever, has, yeah. he, has, has Sven in the last 20 years used curtains that he didn't have a button for? To open and close them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, really fancy not. hotels, they have buttons that open and close yeah, the curtains. Yeah, Do you reckon his yeah. curtains in his house, he doesn't really know how to open or close them? No, I, I think he does, because he desperately needs to know how to, you know, with, <laughs> yeah. the, with those long lenses, Peter, that the paparazzi <laughs> use, bloody Nora. There's a man who knows uh, how to conceal himself. Mm. If I don't know that that's entirely true, Marcus. I, I'm not sure it's that much of a secret that Sven is a bit of a shagger. No, no, it's not. No, it's not yeah. that, no he, he documented it in his own autobiography. Um, but I'm just saying... Entitled we, we Massive Shagger. <laughs> but we haven't... I'm just saying we haven't seen any pictures. Fair enough. Which is, I think, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good thing. I don't think you'd get much for those. But anyway, he's, a he's, no, <laughs> he's not one of the front well, runners. he got a Todd grip? <laughs> <laughs> Todd's there. Yeah, Todd's there. Um, then, uh, tickling then the ivory. Tickling the ivory. <laughs> That's far play. Indeed it is. Uh, but he's not one of the front runners for the job. No. So why the fuck are we talking about him? Um, uh, well, it just seemed to be relevant. Yeah, it just seemed to be relevant, didn't it, Mark? Stephen yeah. Kenny, right. the manager of Dundalk. Could be an option. A bit like bold that. option, but, you know, he's had... It could be a cheap option. It might be. <laughs> yeah. This man is... Why he's there, isn't it? It's really <laughs> he's had great success at Dundalk. What they did in, in European competition... Mm-hmm. Into the into the Europa League for for an Irish side, he's yeah. won that league. Apparently, they play. I'm not going to pretend I've seen them play, but they apparently play a very attractive attacking style. Is so that right? So that would be good. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, um, uh, Stevie Bruce has been mentioned. Yeah, too. that would be a fun one. <laughs> I mean, it really is sort of win win all round, isn't it? Really. Uh, but yes, Mick McCart. I mean, if Mick. Went back to Ireland after you know Roy yeah. Keane and uh, and Martin and others were there. It'd be glorious. Sort out the old, sort out the mess. Sort out the Keno. Another one's Big Sam, isn't it? And I wonder, going back to what we were saying about the you know the players that they have available, yeah. if he might actually be the most sensible choice. Do you know what? A wine glass full of Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. I'll tell you, I I actually think Big Sam would do a good job. I agree. Yeah. He's primed for it, isn't he? And he's managed in Ireland before, didn't he? Did he not begin his managerial career at uh, Limerick? I think, maybe I think he might be right. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's got a great. He's got a great record at international level. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. As, as, as we all We're know. so glad of that. We're so glad of him drinking that pint of wine. Isn't <laughs> We're so glad it, of him putting look, a serviette on his yeah. head. God, I, imagine the, the the alternative reality we've missed out on. <laughs> oh my giddy aunt! For, yeah, for once we're sort of uh, you know in in the in, in the black rather than the red. There yeah. to use financial terms. Um, uh, it, it wasn't a pint of wine, was it? 
It was a pint of wine, wasn't I, it? I, what was I, it? I, I, I don't... I, Marcus. All right. Stay away from this. Sorry. Um, <laughs> don't pull on that thread. It's not your corner. No, that's true. Ireland, of course, are one of the 12, one of the uh, the 12 host nations for Euro 2020. I always have to remind myself of that. Yeah. England hosts the... Wembley hosts the semis in the final. Yes. And it, are there group games at Wembley as well? Sure, I don't know. But all, all around the place. All, around yeah, the all place. over the shop. I, I, I'm looking forward to that, seeing how that works. Yeah, indeed, yeah. Mm. Also, because it's football, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's good. Love a bit of that. Uh, Wales lost to Albania 1-0. Uh, don't worry, Wales fans. We're not going to go through that. But Chris Gunter did make his 93rd appearance for Wales, breaking Neville Southall's record. Yeah. Be the first Welshman to get 100 caps. You know, that's quite something, isn't it? Mm. When that you seems think... strange. I mean, how many I, I thought... they sort of... Because a couple of people emailed in sort of saying about how... Because we were talking about how... Um, you shouldn't get caps for friendlies and stuff. And and actually, the amount of friendlies that um, the, the players win caps for have actually gone down historically. Yeah. So all of our big ones were, were back in the day. Is that the case? Is that it, 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 There just weren't as many matches back when Neville Southall played. I can't really tell why that would be the case. They didn't yeah. qualify for well, it would be tournament. Well, yeah, I mean, that, with that as well. that's probably the majority of it, isn't it? Well, how, maybe how, qualifying much you, yeah, how, how many would you actually get? Three or four? Yeah, exactly. The tournament wouldn't Maximum. make a huge amount of difference. Especially not you know? for Wales. But you think for as well with Wales, you know, they've had some big players over the years. Mm. You'd think those players would have such longevity in the side, but then I suppose Giggs was the one and well if you don't get if you shouldn't get caps for friendlies, then all his caps are intact, aren't they? <laughs> you know, you could say. Um let's go down under because um uh, one of their starlets got a, a lovely little send off as they beat Lebanon three 0 Tim Cahill. Ramble favourite. Yeah, indeed, Ramble at the age favorite. of 38, got his 108th international appearance for Australia. 50 goals. I mean, that is a good record. For that Australia. is a good record. I'd like to applaud Tim Cahill. Um, yeah, what a servant to the game yeah. he's been. And what a character. Indeed, yeah. Peter. Um, r- regular listeners of the podcast may know my feelings on that man, uh, but newer listeners may not. I think I it's, I think it's I unnecessary. Don't, I don't care for Tim Cahill. I think you're hatred. scored against Newcastle. He's a bit of an arrogant little tit. But and again, he, and though, he punches the corner flag like an idiot. So why, of all the players that have mugged off Newcastle, I was going to yeah. say, why Tim Cahill in he particular? He just gets on my nerves. Yeah, I know, yeah, I'm the same with Carlos Tevez. No, but I understand. <laughs> I can understand Tevez a bit more. I think yeah. Pete's been very Well, Dan's, Dan sent an email, um, and I think he puts it better than I, let's face it, would want to. Um, about a year ago, you enjoyed an email I sent regarding the mighty Tim Cahill. I know some... Didn't enjoy it, but anyway, I digress. I just finished watching Australia versus Lebanon in a friendly. Uh, I thought uh, one would think that uh, Timmy warmed up for, for seven hours. The coverage was a bit biased. It was a decent performance by Australia with Tim coming on late. And it made me think of how much we will miss the big man. He's not that big, is he? He's notably short and no, can no, score loads of headers. 5'10", 5'11". Is he 5'10"? Yeah, it's he's, he's, I mean, it's stature. It's fairly average. It's status. Because he can really... Oh, no, no, he, he, he scores stature. a lot of yeah, amazing Alan headers. Alan is not that tall. Yeah, I, I thought he was quite short. You're no, quite short, Marcus, aren't you? Uh, indeed. Well, famously so. 107 caps, 50 goals, Asian Cup winner, first Australian to score in the World Cup, Asian Cup, etc. Um, the man is nothing short of a legend to us. He will be sorely missed. And some and some good goals at the mm. at the big level. That yeah. volley, you know, all that Knows how to teach a corner flag a lesson as well. Indeed, yeah. Talent. Uh, the, sp- the speech following the game. Uh, this is the only time you'll see me cry. The sacrifices my family made for me are the reason I am fearless and free when I walk on that pitch. Cheers, Dan. On behalf of Australia, he says. Oh, that's, that's very nice. big of him. Big of you. Big of you. As I was well, going to yeah, say to read it out. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. I am better than Tim Cahill in many ways. <laughs> uh, we'll leave that there. Um, so we've mentioned Euro 2020 a few times there, chaps. Well, World Cup 2000. And 22 has been in the spotlight of late. Mm. Uh, sadly, it's often not been out of the spotlight over the years. But uh, Gianni Infantino, the, the president 
mm. of FIFA, um, lest we forget, has reiterated his desire to make the World Cup in 2022 in Qatar a 48-team tournament. Now, when Qatar bidded for that tournament, now whatever we think of that bid, and we all think lots of things, um, it was a 32 team mm. tournament. Mm. It's a tiny country. 32 teams was already going to be a problem. Yeah. Can you just suddenly say, oh, by the way, we're going to chuck in an extra 16 teams? And he's also said, well, that would mean sharing matches around that region with the likes of Saudi Arabia, possibly the UAE, Bahrain, and so on. You know, the countries that have enforced an economic blockade against Qatar recently. <laughs> yeah. It's all very nice. And, uh, and he said, we've seen that the, the bidding for the 2026 World Cup was awarded to three countries, which is, of course, the US, Canada, and Mexico. And Infantino said, which I think also don't have the very best political or diplomatic relationships. Now, mm. I know Trump went on about the wall and so on, but I think that Canada Canada, the US and Mexico is not quite the same as what's going on in no, the Middle the, East. The, the blockade thing is obviously um, mm. a little bit different, isn't it? But I mean, FIFA always do this. We talk about how football is a powerful force for change. <laughs> yeah, and... but love, they haven't come... Love can build a bridge, Marcus, <laughs> yeah. as can slaves. And love <laughs> But I mean, <laughs> it's been a while. Well, it's not been a while. I suppose it's been a while since we've mentioned an idiot from FIFA saying something yeah. like that. Well, but Infantino mentioned this in October. Yeah. And, um, his words at the time were about um, a, a, an expanded tournament. Where it will happen in 2026. It will, ha- will it happen in 2022? You know me. It is possible. It is possible. <laughs> Why not? Oh, Johnny, you joker. The, what are you like? Buddy Qatar- FIFA's Del Boy. And, and the Qataris go, <laughs> no, it won't. <laughs> I was going to say. What? You, you what? <laughs> like, yeah. any- we, we've given a lot of money into the uh, infrastructure, let's yeah. say, yeah. In, yeah. In the stadium. Uh, and that's not happening. Yeah, I mean, they've been building these stadiums for a long time. Presumably, they'd yeah. need they'd need more. Or, They're going to need a few um, more. You know, they need the neighbours to help. Like it's it's it's. it's Anyone else got any stadiums out there? Well, the the thing is, stadium, though, like now it's been mentioned, it feels like it's going to happen, isn't it? And also, he's the president of FIFA. Yeah. It's like don't spitball in like <laughs> press conferences. Well, but, well, in, well, I mean, this is twenty twenty two. You know, short of it's not that far. Short of North Korea is like calling in all of their you know labour yep. back to in a unified Korean kind of <laughs> peninsula. Like, I don't, I don't understand how they think they they're going to be able to build. Just they'll Four need years. more stadiums. Four they'll years. They'll need more stadiums. Four years away. Yeah. Ridiculous. Oh dearie me. Right. Now it's time for emails with PED. It is time for emails with a PED. Hello to uh, Nick, another uh, train-based uh, spotting of a footballer. Uh, I've been on the same train as JJ Kotcher. Oh, nice. He was in Cattle Class and he was very <laughs> polite to the conductor who recognised him. I've also been on the same train as Robbie Savage. He was in first class and he's carrying a Louis Vuitton bag. That's it on that one. Um, hello to... Um... It's not a footballer, but I was once on the same train as Tony Blair. Nice. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Ahmed, uh, who has, has, has emailed a few times about Egyptian football. He's always emailed about Egyptian Love football, that. which I quite like. Yeah. Uh, while uh, perusing through the currently active foreign players in the Egyptian Premier League, noting that Egyptian teams can only have four foreign players that aren't Syrian or Palestinian. I think you're allowed to register two Syrian or Palestinian players as um as as local players right, okay, weirdly right, i don't okay. know why um uh, i saw a team best characterized as aggressively mid table had their designated oh. first foreign player listed as this is their first foreign player mm-hmm. john lennon nice <laughs> from brazil a, Love Brazil, Love a brazilian that. john lennon mm-hmm. what is a brazilian john lennon doing at egypt's newcastle says uh, ahmed we're not a mid table team ahmed yeah. so shush uh, we are very much violently Relegation fodder at the moment. <laughs> Jake Perrins. Um, talk about bumping into footballing heroes. I used to be a massive fan of uh, Harry Redknapp. Follow his teams as my second team slash Premier League team. Why are you listening to this podcast? Um, 
when Bournemouth were in League Two when I was about 10 years old. You'll imagine my excitement when at a friendly between, between Bournemouth and Portsmouth, the Redknapp era, Redknapp was for some reason sat in the stand in the row above me, just four rows up from the dugout. Ten-year-old and me in excitement turns around and asks him for his autograph about one minute into the game, at which he grumbles back, just let me watch your game, will you? Oh. I mean, he is manager of the team, so it's a tricky that's one. all right, isn't it? Yeah, 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 but just say it half time or just after say the it game. Half-time, it's yeah. poor timing, but he's 10. Mm. Um, Alex Redfern uh, emailed in quite a long email. Um, the bottom line is Socceroos legend Luke Wilshire bought him and his friend a tower of beer in Brisbane on Friday. So, <laughs> well, tower. There, were, there were two towers in, apparently, and, and, and he contributed the third tower. So Have you had a go. tower of beer, Peter? Um, well, I've, I've drank some of a tower of beer. Right. I, I found yeah. it a gauche, to be honest. By the time you get to the to the end of it, it the beer's flat. Tower By the way, those who are gauche. Those, yeah, well, that's exactly it, Jim. Yeah. Uh, and finally, for now, um, 30-year-old Scott Hunter just finished my uh, weekly bath, and I read uh, a magazine, 442. Ooh, and they had an article. Presumably the email goes on here. Had... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just toweling off, thought I'd email. <laughs> um, basically, there was an article about Britain's worst football team, Fort William FC. Oh, yeah. And I'm just looking to offer my services as a player as they have a 30-year-old uh, called Scott Hunter. And I'm also a 30-year-old Scott Hunter from nearby. Mm. It would save on registration charges and fees because they've had problems with that before. I can't really get any worse for them, so I may as well take a shot. Keep up the good work. I mean, that's what it's come <laughs> to, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Bloke saying, I've got the players. same name as yeah. one of yours. I mm. should get a game. Yeah. Lovely old job. Lovely. Everybody catches the show short at thefootballramble.com. Super. All right. After the break, it's Premier League, people. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. The young lad, Creek, I think he, Rufus Creek, I think he's very interesting. That's yeah. uh, Peter Shelton trying to say Loftus Cheek. He called him Rufus Creek. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Sounds like a TV detective. Up the creek, eh? Up the creek. Do, do, you, wanna, do, you, wanna, do you wanna Kevin Phillips attempted Gilfy Sigurdsson? Oh, go on. Silif Gudjersen comes on. Silif Gudjersen. Silif Gudjersen. I feel for people who, who <clears throat> say that on, on live TV or something, because I struggled with um, Seferovic, didn't I, on Monday? Yes. Yeah. Oh, show. yeah, it's, a, it's not an easy job. But still, it's funny when they get it wrong. That's yeah. very, very true. they paid ten times more than not you are, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at, at the very least. least. Um, Premier League, gentlemen, is back Premier this League, Premier League. We've enjoyed I, international break, but it's nice to have the Premier well, League Well, I don't back. like it. When club I get really excited that um, I can watch Newcastle play at the weekend. And then you and remember. Then and then you remember it's Monday. Oh, you go, oh, for mm. crying out loud. And then the game starts, and, and you remember like, oh, what the remember team are <laughs> Bring back the international. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yeah. Well, Fulham face Southampton. If you're a fan of goals, you'll like this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> I don't big... know. I can imagine this will be a, like a lot of like shots screwed wide rather than <laughs> sort of Keystone cops. I think you're forgetting what approach. Mitrovic did in the international. Yeah, true. Point, right? true. Take him off well, penalty. penalty. Yeah, yeah Penenka in it. But he scored a couple of goals. But yeah, it's a big one down the bottom. Cra- Claudio Ranieri. See, I nearly did it there. Claudio, Claudio Cranieri. Mm. Uh, his first game in charge. Will he be the man to sort out that Fulham defence? Because somebody has to at well, some point. I don't know. If Fulham's problem is that they're too nice, 
Mm. Is hiring Claudio Ranieri the best way to, to you know, solve that? That is a point. You can be nice and organised at the back, though. It's not about being nasty up Yeah, look at Bournemouth. Yeah. yeah, true. Yeah. Eddie Howe's nice. Well, when you say nice, I mean, Claudio Ranieri's won the Premier League, lest we forget. Yeah. So he's got to have a bit of grit about him. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, I, I'm really interested to see how, how different they're going to be because... Um, the whole game plan has to change for Fulham from now on, doesn't it? Because it's, mm. it's just been an absolute disaster that has not been able to translate to the Premier League. So, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously he's not going to have had that long to work with the players, but they've got to try and do something radically different from what it was. be interesting to see how he sort of moulds those, those, those players that he has at his disposal. Because, you know, that, the, the team sheet, is mm-hmm. there's a lot of talent on it. Yes, exactly. And, and, and you know, if Fulham were going to sack Yukanovic, which of course they have, do it at the start of the international break, yeah. which mm. they did, and they've got like Ranieri. Nailed the sacking. So that's, that's a nailed the positive sack point. <laughs> Something Absolutely. to build on. They didn't panenka the sacking. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. And, and Ranieri, if we, we have to sort of go on his kind of time at, at Leicester in the Premier League, which is most recently. He did like his starting eleven um, to be... Quite regular, whereas, well, I, whereas Fulham have chopped and changed around. Especially well, I heard the on, the, on the on the continent, his last club, he sorted out the defence. So you can only hope for that kind of organisation to yeah, translate in, into Fulham for granted. But but going forward, you know, Mitrovic, you're always going to get goals with him. They've got talent. Go for it. Just build <clears throat> at, from the back for crying mm. out loud. It's it's it's, it's pretty obvious. Um, but there are rumours uh, talking of Southampton that Mark Hughes could be out of a job if Southampton lose this one. And you would imagine that that could be the case. I mean, Southampton are not in good shakes at all. And we talked about Fulham having lost games against Huddersfield and Cardiff, which is damning when you're down there because those sides are, are, are in that relegation running, of course, with Fulham. When you're losing to sides who are down there with you, that's mm. not good. And so Southampton, you know, if they get beaten by Fulham, you've got to think to yourself, you know, when they had, uh, what was his name? Maurizio um, Pellegrino in charge. They took so long to sack him and they just stayed mm. up. And fair enough, it was Mark Hughes who, who kept them up. Mm. Um, but now you would think that they've given him a fair bit of time and it's, it's, it's not going it's very, not very well. It's not worked for me, Clive. No, indeed. But better news, though, for, for Southampton, or more specifically Charlie Austin, is that VAR has come to the Premier League next season. <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah, I mean, mm. we, I think we mentioned this before. What do you, I mean, Jim, you're, you're for VAR. I am because I generally feel like... Um, Obviously, there are problems with it, but mm. no, it's it's very rare that you know a decision isn't isn't made better by it. And I just feel like I find it more annoying being on the end of wrong decisions than uh, than than I, I enjoy being able to sort of have this debate over and over again. So I, I would like to see if it yeah, works. Yeah, I, I don't think it, we need to sort of uh, go over the whole VAR yes or no. I yeah. do. I do think personally, I'm against VAR, and I think the quality of the World Cup and how much fun it was, certainly for our country. Um, kind of papered over the mm. cracks and, and, and the problems that VAR implementation had. It'll get better, but I, I think it, it sets an unfair playing field and it makes um, the, the haves be more havey and the have-nots more have-notty. Yeah, there you are, you see. The, uh, the old mantra of Pete Donaldson mm. there. Uh, we move on to the thigh rubber of the weekend, Spurs uh, oh, Before versus... we move Ooh, on, uh, Bet365, uh, Fulham to be relegated. Oh. Four to seven with Bet365. I don't want to fill your heart with Sorry. poison, Marcus, <laughs> but uh, with Bet365, uh, £10 returning, £15.71, pens including stakes, should they go back from whence they came. See, if Fulham whence... went down, I would I would think that the club might say to Yukanovic, oh, you come back now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do what you did last, last yeah. time, that'd be great. We'd really appreciate that. Um, yes, the thorough of the weekend, Spurs at home to Chelsea. How do we fancy 
for this one. <laughs> really interesting one, isn't it? Because yes. um, Spurs have, have struggled against um, kind of the, the sides around them effectively so mm. far this season. Uh, mm. like Liverpool and, um, and and City as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and they I, did struggle against those. They looked yeah, very much second best. Very much the second best. And I think based on the current form that we've seen, you'd, you'd very much put Chelsea in that bracket as well. And also, they've they've not been fantastic at home. They've won just twenty two percent of their Premier League points at home this season. Um, it's not really their home. I know. As I said, well, yeah, that's probably said it to death. But you know, lowest ratio in the division apparently, but that, which sounds mad. It does the start they've had, but um, I wonder. I, I feel like this could be could be Chelsea's. Yo, sorry, yeah, I thought you were going to say Chelsea's day. And I was waiting for... <laughs> it could be You're Chelsea's. just waiting for dare, and yeah. then you were going to move on. <laughs> it could be Chelsea's day. I mean, I, I think... I mean, day. Sorry, no, I just left a really long Harold Pinder-style pause in there. No, not at all. Um, Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea have looked very, very good defensively this season. Only Man City and Liverpool have conceded fewer goals than them. And, of course, they've yet to lose. I think that Pochettino, despite that, I think he might go for the jugular. Yeah, I, th- I think you I really... fancy a score draw on this one. Oh, do you? And if you'd like the score draw, there you bet... go. Well, if you'd like a draw with Bet three six five, uh-huh. twelve to five at ten pounds returning thirty four pounds including stake. I think I think I think Spurs could go for the jugular, as mm. I say, and I think <clears throat> they'll be they're they're well aware of how they've come up short against some of the, the bigger sides this season. I think they'll go for them, and I think with with some of the Spurs players coming off the international break. There'll be more kind of refresh. I mean, Eden Hazard said recently that he's he's been feeling fatigued. I'm paggered. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Good word. Um, and so, yeah, I, I yeah, watch out for that one. Speaking and of uh, speaking of thigh rubbers, can we talk <coughs> about Patrice Evra's fine Instagram? Yeah, work? Is, I mean, has we... anyone heard from him? He's... <laughs> Salmonella might well have kicked in by now. Yeah, uh, d- describe it for those who. I mean, what Pete is about to describe you. It's is... hard to be put off raw chicken. <laughs> <laughs> What he's about to say Patrice did happen. Patrice Evra doing, you know that um, salt beer guy who sort of slaps the meat and Turkish stuff? Turkish like, fella. The Turkish fella who, who slaps meat and like he's... You Sprinkle know, salt. Like he's doing, you know, like he's, like he's indulging a bit of sexual um, mm. nonsense um, <laughs> with some meat. Um, Patrice Evra was basically well, doing the same. He was sort of like nibbling on a raw chicken that he was yeah. about to put in the oven. He was putting salt in his mouth that had been rubbed on the chicken. <laughs> he was he sucking put, the chicken He as was well, sucking wasn't he? the end of the bone of the thigh of the leg. It uh-huh. was just... Sexual. It was sexual, and he's not going to be very well. No. <laughs> he's not going to be very well. What I love is, though, that the end he did his little... Uh... Catchphrase, oh, I love this game. Yeah. <laughs> this you're not, not I don't game. know what game you're playing now well, myself. Well, his salmonella head, chicken. His head is full of bacteria. Yeah. He's just been doing this I mean, so much. I'm not an expert on, on how you get, on getting ill from chicken though. Mate, do you have to swallow some? Maybe he will be fine. No, if you're, lick, if you're if your business is kissing and rubbing your mouth over <laughs> raw chicken, you're at business. risk of, unless it's a particularly well cared for chicken. Oh, but mm. did you see the chicken though? I mean, he he begins the video by kissing its bum. Yeah, well, it's breast, isn't it? Is it not? I thought it was the the back end of it. It doesn't matter. To be honest, he was, was, so still, he was kissing. Either right, way, I quite like the uh, quote from uh, Tom Victor, the journalist. Um, that video is the most irresponsible thing involving Patrice Evra since David Moyes gave him uh, ninety minutes against Salamani and Firmino <laughs> at the age of thirty-six. Very good, Firmino, rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although the video of him kicking that fan in France would probably be up there as well. Yeah. Um, Bournemouth play Arsenal at home. If Spurs lose and Arsenal win, Emery's army will march into fourth position. Sing that on the terraces, you pricks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, after their winning run, obviously the Gunners have, have drawn three in a row in the league, but they're still unbeaten yeah. since August. Yeah, the um, the form has been a little bit worrying going into the international break because um, 
they started incredibly well against Liverpool, and that was obviously a, a, a good result. But um, against Wolves, have started very, very slowly, mm. and they, they really, really need to address this slow start thing because there's some mm. tough games coming up. Um, Spurs and Man United yep. come um, very well, a soon. Trip to Ukraine in the yeah, Europa which is no fun. Um, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a little concerned, but it's it's funny. It's it's almost like. You know, under Arsene Wenger, there were so many obvious things that needed to change yeah. that kept coming back. And this, this the defense, this, very much so. Yeah, but this this feels like 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 a new one. Like a why do we start games so slowly? Sort of issues. So, sure. Um, but Emery said recently that Arsenal was struggling to balance defense and attack, and that 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 was one of the things that he's trying to sort yeah. out. And basically, what he's saying is that there was a lot of emphasis on the attacking side. I mean, there would be with some of the players at yeah. their disposal. But he said his first job was to sort out the defence as it had been neglected and obviously stop their decline. Well, at the moment, you'd say he has stopped that decline. Mm. It's looking much more likely. They also look like they have some sort of shape yeah. as well. Um, and so I, I think that Arsenal, you know, going into this sort of tricky period, I, I, I think that, Last year or, or the year before, you'd be thinking, "Oh blimey, how many how many points can just sort of be stuck Slip away?" To, yeah, yeah, or whatever. Whereas now, I think to myself, Arsenal could get three wins there. Well, I, or three well, results. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. I think this will be a very interesting game against Bournemouth because Bournemouth are a very very energetic side, mm. and as are Arsenal. So yeah. going if they go toe to toe with each other's styles, but as I think well, that'll suit Arsenal. Them to. Well, absolutely, mm. yeah. But I think that will that as well will also make for a very good spectacle. Um, but yeah, I mean, Lauren Koscielny is back soon, so I'll be really interested to see how, what sort of shape he's in after mm. such a bad injury at, at his age. And, that, it, you know, if he's if he's in any sort of fit state to help the team, that'll be a huge, huge boost. Yeah, absolutely. But you're right to say Bournemouth, they've played, uh, you know, playing an attacking style and they've played some good stuff this season. Already on 20 points after 12 matches. Um, and they've lost their last two, but they're still ahead of Watford and Man United on goal difference, which shows... Mm. How well they've been uh, been going. Callum Wilson will have a, an extra spring in his step. Yeah, he's of got course. A few against Arsenal. And after his goal for England as well. Mm. <laughs> so uh, you know Ryan Fraser pressing on international duty as well. It sh- I think that'll be a very entertaining game. Yeah, damn too. it all. Looking forward to it indeed. So uh, there we are. Um, are we ready for our best bet? With bet three. We are ready for our best bet. With bet three. Excellent. Pete Carter back in the hot seat. Damn right he is. After his win last week. I mean, it's it's lukewarm at the moment. The seat is only going to get hotter and hotter as Pete Carter uh, brings another um, bet home using the bet builder feature on bet 365s website. Let's go Fulham to win oh. and over two cards at three to one. The new manager bounce and Southampton are pump in Pete Carter's world. <laughs> um, Fifty pounds on this returns two hundred pounds. All proceeds got prostate cancer UK. You have to be over the age of eighteen to bet uh, please gamble responsibly for more information on that begamblerway.org love that mm, good we'll betting that one uh, goes on Monday indeed alright mm. now it's time for game time with Pete Donaldson it is time for get I don't have a stab so I'll use this one have you got a little jingle for that Pete have you got a little jingle for that Pete have you got a little jingle for that no I've not got a jingle no we haven't got a jingle for God's sake I think that should be like a generic jingle for when I don't have a jingle for something. Yeah. It certainly works, well, it's doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Because we're not doing Golden for Gold, no, are we? Because no, you're scared, aren't you? You're scared. Because Luke's away, scared, you've gone, yeah. oh, here's an opportunity to not have to do Golden for Gold. No, I'm thinking Luke's away. The listeners will be sad, mm. I presume, about that. Yeah, yeah. Let's give them a little treat in the steaming success that we had of that last game that Luke Produce. We haven't got a we name really for that. We need a name. No, for. we need yeah. a name for it. Was it the, uh, the name? Of and now many it's clubs? time for name the amount of clubs that football player played for. Game. Why do we call it the soccer caddy? Because it's all about clubs and selecting how many you need. Why not football caddy? Because I'm international. All right. 
I also use um, cleats quite a lot. Shall we play the game? Cleats, football cleats. Um, So could you explain the rules that Mark is in a pithy and interesting way? Uh, No, you're the games master. You should do it. All right, then. Basically, I've got a footballer. I'm going to give you his name and you have to uh, guess how many uh, clubs you can name. That he's, uh, mm. you know, been a. But so you tell us how many clubs he's played for, and we go. For example, I reckon I can name four. Yes, yeah. I think people are across this. Yeah, okay. not, it'll be it'll be uh, self-explanatory. All right, then the first one is one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> nine clubs. Yeah. John Carew. Oh. oh. Who goes? Saucy. Who goes first in this situation, or is there kind of a? No, you pick. Okay. The gym. Jim, Jim, Jim. Oh, I've literally John never played Carew. this game before, Marcus. Well, I'm going to go four. Four? Yeah. Big talk. Marcus, do you, can you beat four? Or Anno- would you like Jim to name four? Annoyingly, I, I should be able to name four, but no, I'd like to. I'd like Jim to, to have a go. Okie dokie. Because he doesn't look confident. No, I'm not. Jim. <laughs> I think I've already forgotten one of them. <laughs> <laughs> go on, Jimmy. Jim, give four us four. Four clubs, John okay. Carew. So, Aston Villa. Yeah. Correct. Valencia. Correct. I was out of ideas after this. Oh, God. What was the third one? (laughs) You said Leon. Correct. Well played. (gasps) Celtic. Incorrect. Ah, Never played for Celtic. So uh, that's a that's a zero. That's one for you. Name the clubs. Oh, is that one for Spelly? That's quite Spelzy. Name the clubs. Uh, Valerenga, Rosenborg, um, Valencia, Roma, Besiktas, Lyon, uh, Aston Villa. Stoke City and West Ham United. Yeah, it was the Italian club. I couldn't yeah. remember. I forgot he played for West Ham and Stoke yeah. and all of those other clubs. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> that's um, how the game works. So that's a point to Marcus. Hello. Um, right. So, so I throw this one to Marcus. Freddie Canute, five clubs. How many can you? How many can you remember? Three. Freddie Canute. I've got three. Three. Can you better three, Jim? I can definitely do three. But can he do four is the question. Yeah. Hmm. Probably worth a crack if you can do the yeah, same. Yeah, I reckon, yeah. Okay, I'll have a crack. Why not? Go, right. on, Jim, Go on, Jim. That's the Go on, Jimmy. Four. So you got West Ham, Spurs and Sevilla. Yeah, that was a Correct. three I had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, oh, this is a... Well, I mean, I, kudos for you for having yeah, a go. Yeah, fair dues. I, I mean, do you know what? I hope you get this because you've stepped out there. Cheers, mate. So, um, so you've got West Ham, Spurs, Sofia. Sofia? Sevilla. Sevilla. Uh... Maybe he did play okay. for Sofia. I. He must have played for a French club, but who? Uh, I am going to guess at Bordeaux. Incorrect. Oh, oh it's who another, was it? It's oh, another okay. blank for uh, for Jim. Say... It was uh, it was Leon. Leon. Uh, oh, they're all at Leon. West mate. Ham United, Tottenham Hotspur, Sevilla, and Beijing Guan. Oh uh, yeah. Guan. That'd have been that'd have been impressive if you got that. <clears throat> but I didn't. Um, so you get a point. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this one, does this go back to Jim? Yeah. Because I threw the last one at you, didn't know, Marcus? Mm-hmm. Milan Barosh. Oh, oh, okay. Milan Barosh. How many can you name? He's had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve clubs. Bloody Nora. Jesus. Piece of piss. <laughs> How many rounds of this do we do, though, by the way? You're the games yeah, master. Yeah, mate, Why don't I've, you know that? Will this just go on I just, for well, infinity? Well, I've, got, I've got two more after this. Well, that many then. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I, Mill and Barrow. Yeah, Mill and Barrow. Yeah, right. Mill and Barrow. Get in the Mill and Three. Three? Yeah. Out of that many? Yeah. You animal. All right. Oh, well, I'll have four then. Yeah. 
right. All yeah. he has to name is four. Yeah, but I know, but I'm struggling with four. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. Two of them I know. All right. The third one would be a guess. <clears throat> All right, I'll, All have, right. I'll, have, I'll have Portsmouth, Liverpool. Steady, right, okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Portsmouth, Liverpool, Liverpool yeah. Um, Aston Villa? Correct. And this is Port, I should... This is this is where I let myself down horrendously. And the Czech Republic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> come on, who is it? Everyone's going to be going mad at this. Um, this is poor. Milan Barosh. You dirty old man. You dirty old you man. and I both know that dead air is a crime. <laughs> <laughs> Jim knows the fault. This is so annoying. Uh, I don't think he played for Celtic. Um, oh, I, I've, I've royally buggered this up. I am near so near sorry. Near my club. Guess at one. Yeah. Uh, from the from Czech Republic. Yeah. Oh yeah, like Sparta Prague. Incorrect. He never played for Sparta Prague. Did he play he for, for fucking Leon? I bet he did. He did play for Leon. Oh! <laughs> Bollocks. Can you tell the link yet? <laughs> on, what other clubs did he have? Because I, I should have got that. Banagastrava, Liverpool, Aston Villa, Lyon, um, Portsmouth, Galatasaray, Banagastrava, Antalya Sport, um, Banagastrava again. Uh, Mlada, Boleslav, Slovan, Liberec. Maybe it wasn't and, that bad then. <laughs> and then Banagastrava again. Yeah, okay. So, okay. Yeah, I, I forgot he played for Banagastrava four times. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, well, it's uh, so Jim gets that point. Well done, yeah. Jimmy. Well Back done, in Jimmy. the game. You needed that, Jim, yeah, to be fair. Yeah, that. So, Otherwise, that would have been it. So, two, two, uh, two players left. I hope you're playing along at home. <laughs> you haven't tuned off. Uh, tuned off. Uh, Marcus. <laughs> Hello. This gentleman has had six clubs. Mm-hmm. His name is Mama Dudiara. Oh, blimey. How many can you name? I'm trying to think who he is. Mama Dudiara. There's a lot of players with Yara. Yeah, there's a lot of players with similar names. Yeah. Mama Dudiara. I mean, there's one I think we can assume. Mama Dudiara. A French one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving you freebies here. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm giving you a little linky link. Uh, oh, Luke's going to be so angry at that. Yeah, that as I've well. modified the rules slightly. Yeah. Uh, two. Two? Yeah. Can yeah, you I beat that? I honestly, Not including Leon. I don't know who he is. Mamo do diara. Um, all right, Marcus. Oh, you, hang on. I'm giving you five seconds. Are you going to take it? I'll, I'll go with three. Oh, I'm loving this. Yeah. Go on, Jim. Mamo do diara. Name three clubs. Jim Campbell. Leon. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Fulham. Correct. Nice one. Sevilla. Incorrect. Oh, oh, it's another one for Marcus. Who are his clubs? OFI, Vitesse, uh, Lyon, Real Madrid, oh, obviously the big course. one, Monaco and Fulham. Of course. Ah, Portsmouth not in there? No, no, no. he never no, said yeah. Portsmouth. I remember him <laughs> now. Uh, yeah. Actually, we'll leave it there because uh, I think that's enough. So uh, yeah, yeah, you can't claw that back. Uh, Marcus no. Speller wins with an almighty 3-1 to one in Luke's game. You got a little jingle for that, Pete? Have you got a little jingle for that, Pete? Have you got a little jingle for that? No, I've not got a jingle. No, we haven't got a jingle. For God's sake! God's sake. Oh, dear. Yeah, I feel a bit bad for you there, Jim. Mm. Ah. I saw that was a penalty shootout I won by you missing a lot. That's all right. You know. That's a, Sorry, you guys. get the roast dinner, he gets the salmonella. <laughs> <laughs> there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Bet365. We'll be back on Monday, of course, mm. to talk about them footballs that have happened this weekend. Say goodbye, Pete Donaldson. See you later, Pete Donaldson. Say goodbye to Jim Campbell, Jim Campbell. Goodbye, Jim. And it's goodbye from me, you beauties. Because they all played for Leon. 
This was a Radio Stakhano production. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.